share some things with you tonight that there's a magnet on this and it is trying to get on the solar panel. The Lord has given me something uh, started Sunday night and uh, there's a couple in here that I've already talked and you'll hear uh, some stuff repeated that we had in a private conversation just consider yourself really blessed and uh, uh, everybody needs to hear uh, what the Lord has given me because uh, it is going to change or it is going to set the direction for the foreseeable future in my life and I hope in a lot of lives. God has given something, he has given me a personal direction that is going to affect a lot of people. And uh, just because it's our custom, let me read a couple of scriptures uh, from Luke 11, 18 and, and down and then I'm going to, uh, we're just going to see what happens. Your guess is as good as mine. But um, let's, let's go to Luke 11. And, and there will be some overlapping uh, tonight with uh, probably with some things Pastor has taught in the last little bit. Uh, so that's not dementia. That's uh, we're just going to hit the nail, drive it home. Uh, Luke 11 and 18. To 22, if Satan also be divided against himself, how shall his kingdom stand? Because ye say that I cast out devils through Beelzebub, and if I by Beelzebub cast out devils, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore shall they be your judges. But if I with the finger of God cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God is come upon you. There is a direct correlation and connection between casting out devils and the coming of the kingdom of God. Um, when a strong man armed keepeth his palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him and overcome him and taketh from him all his armor wherein he trusted uh, and divideth his spoils. Sunday night, uh, man, it was a, it was a, a powerful powerful move of God. There was a shift in the atmosphere in uh, May, May the 1st. Those of you that have watched uh, Brother Wright's videos, uh, some of you may have varying degrees of, of awareness to what uh, has gone on, but there was an absolute definite shift. Our church um, And so we are seeing tremendous, tremendous results. Uh, it took that for me to get a revelation 
that what we have done for years needs to be done on a daily basis. And that is what has just catapulted us into a completely new dimension. And I have thought a couple of times, I wish I had connected these dots and seen the necessity 20 years ago. Where would we be now? But God will control revelation so that he can control timing. It's the right time. But anyway, here we are. And uh, we have launched out into the deep and uh, the, the rewards are are just amazing. It's, ma'am, that's all right. My grandkids do that. Yeah, that's fine. Um, my kids did that. And worse than that. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. And um, we've won, we, we have fought a lot of battles and we have won a lot of victories some powerful victories, some victories that have made news. If you'll remember a few years ago, I may have mentioned this recently, but let me do it again. Uh, back before it was nationally, uh, a national law where gays could marry. If you remember, we went to war when they was trying to bring it at the state capitol and they had the votes to do it until this church prayed. The next year when they brought it up, which was about six months before it went national, I didn't feel to do it. And, uh, but, but God wanted to show us the power that we have and the authority that we have when we will pray. But what we have done, we have fought a battle, won the battle, and then we've, we've relaxed. And we did what we knew to do, but, but with what God is giving us now, this pressing, 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 and not stopping is just is just catapulting us to where every service we walk in and 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 it was good before it's been good for a long time but it's not where we are now and i'm just mad i just god where's this where's this gonna go now you do not and let me be clear about this you do not measure whether or not God was in a place or did the work by how much we bounce off the walls and swing from the chandeliers. Sometimes the, a great move of God is you sitting and listening and something being imparted into your spirit and six months later when you have forgot all about it, then it starts working in your life at the right time. That's a move of God too. And, and, and we must not think that if we don't get to a certain pitch or a certain speed that we haven't had a move of God. There, God has multiple gears. And God can operate just as powerfully at the right time in first gear as he can in fourth gear. Now, you're not going to run while I'm talking tonight, but something very, very powerful is going to take place, and revelation and, and faith is going to come into this building, 
And uh, it is going to set a direction, and God is going to start to deal with some people. Uh, and, and some of them I've already sent word for those that had to leave. You, you need to watch this online because uh, God is getting ready to share some things with us. Sunday night, I'm, I'm sitting here on the platform, and things are just, you know, like they were Sunday night. And, it, you know, sometimes God just talks to you. Okay, do this, do that. And, you know, I just heard the voice of God. You get up and do it. But it wasn't like that. Then a lot of times it's just like you stumble onto something and you thought, wow, how did I? I just did it and, and God was in it. And you wonder where did that come from? I got up and, and made a statement Sunday night about um, if something about if men, uh, training men to be warriors. And I wanted to. Uh, help I went home and put my head on my pillow and God then began to talk to me and give me a little bit further direction for the next foreseeable future in my life my job in the kingdom is going to be to train warriors this is going to be a volunteer army I'm not going to draft anybody. I'm not going to come and put a guilt trip on anybody. This is just simply going to be those who feel that God is calling you. Uh, I'll tell you what happened. Now, uh, this has been in a private conversation two or three times, two or three places here. Um, a couple of weeks, three or four or five weeks ago, my wife walked in on a Sunday morning, and she saw men praying, and the Holy Ghost spoke to her and said that God was sending us men to become warriors. And so um, I knew that, that uh, something had to be done, and so I, I made that statement that I made from the pulpit uh, Sunday night, and uh, there were already, before I went home, I had made some type of connection with four and I want to talk about getting in the battle being in the battle and um, what, what it's going to be like I've been in this since 19, December of 1989 when I didn't have a clue what I was doing and it took the Lord a long time when you have to learn on your own when they don't teach you this in Bible school it takes a long time so uh through decades now it's been 30 years the lord has finally brought me to the place where i am wherever that is and uh, with what has taken me decades i hope to take or, or to teach uh, what i'm asking the lord is to start off with 10 if i can get 10 and train them, and we have so many that are already down the road that need very little training that uh, are actually ready almost to the point of becoming mentors themselves. And what I'm saying to men, you ladies listen, because God, there, there's going to be a, a flip side of this with the ladies too, and uh, I'll probably get to that in a little bit. Uh, and so in becoming a warrior, and, and, and the Lord was talking to me even this afternoon, I'm saying, God, 
Give me some mighty men. I need some mighty men. After I get these 10 trained, God's going to give me 10 more because this is what he has called me to do. Now, this is my job. And then when those 10 get done, it might be 20 more and whatever he is going to provide. That's his job. I'm, not, I'm just going to do my job and I'm going to let him do his job. But we understand, and, and here's where we are further down the road than a lot of places, and, and you people, some of you, I had people yesterday in my office almost look at me like, you got to be kidding. What you don't understand, most of you don't, is that there are percentage-wise very few churches that emphasize praying in the Holy Ghost. I'm going to guess, if I was to guess, I would say a maximum of 3%. Yeah. Yeah. And it might be lower than that. It could easily be lower than 3%. That is your base revelation if you are going to go somewhere in God. It's not that they don't do it. It's that they don't understand the value of giving themselves to it. And I'm not going far down this road, but my point is we are further down the road than uh, a lot of people think. What we have got to do is come to the place that we are consistent in the warfare aspect of it as in a daily thing. Um, it doesn't have to be an hour a day in the warfare prayer part of it. Sometimes 10 minutes, sometimes 20 minutes. But that consistent, consistent, consistent warfare is going to clear out a whole lot of uh, opposition first in the immediate area. Now, I'm going to... Um, share a personal story or two. The first place, the, the, the principle is first Jerusalem, then Judea, then Samaria, then the other most parts of the earth. Before you start fighting and winning ba battles out here, you've got to fight and win battles in here. In here. That's where it's going to start. That's where it started with me. Uh, I, I, I'm going to get really basic for a few minutes. Uh, it has a purpose, okay? You may have heard this before, but it has a purpose. Um, I heard about it, and I thought, oh, wow, okay. I'm going to try it. And it took me 30 days of an hour a day until I started getting my personal breakthrough. When I got my breakthrough, buddy, I'm telling you, it changed my life forever. It was 8888. It was 32 years ago, just about three days ago. I always remember that date where I was at 725 on the 8th of August, 1988, in that Sunday school, that last Sunday school room down there. That's where I got my breakthrough. And from that point on, it has been nothing but sometimes just barely. <laughs> And then sometimes you hit a peak. But everybody first has to fight the battle at home. And there'll, there'll never come a time where there won't be a battle from time to time. Let me just share. 
uh, a battle that I have just won when I started doing it every day. Because then there, there, were, there were times, I, w I went a long time, and I left the battlefield, I thought I'm done, that's it, whatever. But uh, I have had uh, a struggle in a particular area of my life. I knew it was a struggle, but I never connected the dots that it was the enemy warring against me. I thought, and there were times I thought, well, the devil's fighting me here, but and then, you know, this is just me. Now, I cannot remember how long it has been since I have not read the Bible through in a year. I can't remember. We're talking decades. It, it could easily be three decades, four decades. I don't, I don't remember when I started doing it. I, I just know that it has been something I have done in my Bible. I have in the Old Testament... I don't have the little chart. I'm, I wrote it in the chapters that went all the way through, wrote the date every until uh, December 31st. And in the New Testament, I didn't because only 260 chapters and, and it was never an issue. But every time I would sit down to read the Bible, it's like I'd sit down and read it and get distracted. And it's like something would come up when I I'd get, and, and it was a struggle I did it. I always did it. It could easily be 30 years since I've gone a year without reading the Bible through. I did it. But it was a fight. If I hadn't had a, a, a fight, a tenacity, I'd be like, like a lot of people, just pick it up when I needed to preach and, oh, God, help me out. But when I got into this in May and got the revelation, we've got to do this. I didn't even pray a prayer. Somewhere along the line, the Holy Ghost hit that. And you know now, I have gone many days, several days since then, reading 20 and 30 chapters a day, just sit and read. Just a couple of days ago, I read the entire gospel of John through. No problem at all. No distraction. I just I can just now I can just sit there and read. Now, your battle is going to be different than mine. Uh, with a lot of people, it's getting to pray. I never the devil, for whatever reason, I don't know. I didn't struggle in that area. That's something that that the Lord just drew me to and I just went to, and, and I did not have a struggle in that area. I had a struggle in reading. Some of you have a struggle in praying. Well, that's no worse than my struggle. A struggle is a struggle. What it is is irrelevant. The whole idea is when you get into this, the first thing that is going to happen is God is going to clear your stuff out until you are going to start having personal breakthroughs and, and have personal revelations. I'm going to tell you what. There's a difference there's a difference uh, in watching God doing something and knowing that God is in you and you can do it. But you have to have your own trophies hanging on your wall. Collectively, we've got some monster trophies, some real 
some real good ones. Individually, I've got some stuff that I can't even really hardly talk about because people just, it, it, it's just so far out there that I got to be extremely careful what I talk about because people just won't believe it. And there comes a time that you expect it to happen. I've got a statement. I wrote it down here if I can, if I can pull it up. Okay. Faith will produce victories, which in turn will produce greater faith, which will in turn produce greater victories. So we start where we are. It may be like a mustard seed at the, with just, just a little bit of faith. But if we will exercise that and start praying in warfare tongues, and little bit by little bit, as we gain that territory, if, if, if we on a personal level can visualize the troops hitting the beach in Normandy, the Germans had all of those fortifications there and the machine guns and all of this stuff. But they gained a foothold and they secured that territory. And then... I mean, they got their supplies there. They got their reinforcements there. They got everything they needed. Soon they got that little area. Then they started launching out and taking more territory, and, and, and it was from there. We've got to get our foothold. You've got to get your first trophy. For those of you that, that are, at, maybe you haven't been into this, and, and, and it's, uh, maybe you know about it, but you haven't been into it on a personal level. You've got to get your first trophies. I'm going to tell you, it's a lot easier to get your second than your first. And, and in a lot of them, it, it, it won't be something, it, it may take you a period of time to all of a sudden just realize. And that's the way it came with me, just this recent one that I have uh, shared with you. I just realized all of a sudden there was a hunger for me to go read the Word of God where there used to be a struggle. It's like it was a chore. Now, does that make... Now, now, here I am, I'm telling you, a battle that I have had. And if I'm not ashamed, why should you? Flesh, people. That's all you can see of me. Flesh. There's nothing wrong with having flesh. There's always going to be some struggle. God is going to make sure that, that, that we never... Ha There's always going to be a devil around. But we've got to start clearing some territory. And God is going to give us... He's going to start... I'm asking him to start with 10 men that want to coalesce together and form a, I don't know, I, I wasn't in the military, whether it's a squad or a battalion. It's not a battalion, I don't think. I think a squad's a small number. We can start with 10. Some of you are just, you don't need much. And you women take this in too because uh, this is for you. We came over here, I was over here Sunday morning or, or Monday morning. Man, there's some women here ripping And um, 
we've got we've we've got some very very mature ladies and 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 God what He's going to do is 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 He's going to draw people to us and draw people to become a part and we train them and then what's going to happen God's going to give us some new recruits and then those that have been trained are going to help mentor the new ones. God is going to give this church, this is what God has called this church to do. God is going to give this church a powerful, powerful, large army to help be a major part of breaking down the gates of hell to help usher in end time harvest. And what he's doing now, he's gathering some recruits we're a little bit further on. Even even the, the the younger ones among us are much further along than a lot of places. I, I, I can't even talk about it because this is going around, but uh, just trust me. Uh, what some of you need is a stick in the back. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to give a little time. And I'm going to work with people one-on-one. -on -one. I'm going to work with people in twos and work with people in threes. I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to show you how to pray. I'm going to, I'm going to do whatever it takes. This is now my job. This is it. Pastor's going to do the pastoring stuff. I'm not interested in that. This is what I'm going to do. And we are going to build a fighting force that is going to make hell tremble. And God is going to give us the people. Here's the deal. When people come in, they're going to come to what we are. If we was a dead church, they're going to come to dead. They're going to think that's normal. But when they come in here, they're going to come to what we are, and that is going to be normal. That's what it is. We, Sister Samantha was over here Monday morning just ripping with those other three ladies. And how long you been coming? A month? Two months? May 31st. Okay, June, July, half of August. And she was ripping with those other ladies and you're hanging around with some good ladies, just stick right there. To her, this is normal. And it won't be long until she, it was this amazing sister Teresa Hilford came in. I mean, it was just like, boom, there she was. And so it, 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 it's just going to build. And so I'm, I'm just putting out a plea for recruits. I'm not coming after you. But the time will come, and before too long, that we will have, it may start out as being a uh, once a month warrior's prayer meeting. And we'll do it then. And uh, 
what I foresee it happening is splitting off into small groups of maybe five in this group and five in that group and then later on down the line, groups of five meeting on different days and just doing their part and just keeping up the pressure and just... Days going to come, they're going to be flooding in here. And this is going to play a major part. And so we start with our own battles. And this is where, uh, and, 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 and here is how it's going to come. Uh, if it hasn't, let me just share a couple of stories with you here. When I, when I started breaking into this, because I'd never heard of it, and not just because, but I mean, it's a part of it. Devil said, you're crazy. You're wasting your time. You don't know what you're saying. Okay, how many of you have fought that battle and, and, and that was a real battle? Everybody's going to have to fight that battle. That is a dead giveaway. After you, it takes a while to connect the dots that you're on the right track. Let me tell you a story that happened. Um, it's a couple of years ago now. Uh, a couple of times, the Lord has spoke to me to go to to Manhattan in New York and pray. And. Um, so it was about three years ago, four years ago, whenever it was. Uh, I, I went, no, it wasn't four, it was maybe three, whatever, three. And uh, I started down at, at the bottom, Battery Park, and I started heading north and struggled with weather all that week. I came in on a Monday night, midnight, and... Uh, so I started on Tuesday morning. I had Tuesday, Wednesday, th only three days. And with battling the weather, I still got from Battery Park, which is the southern tip, and I got to 157th Street. And that was Thursday afternoon, and I had to, that was it, had to go home. So I leave, and like always, I think, I'm never coming back. This is it. Uh, I'm done. And never thought about it anymore. Forgot it. Total. And about a year later, 10 months later, nine months later, the Lord started dealing with me. I've got to go back, got to go back. Well, I, uh, I get on a plane, uh, go into LaGuardia, and uh, a little bit earlier, I get there earlier in the day on Monday, and so I uh, check into my hotel, hop on the subway, go back up to 157th Street. There's a Boston Market uh, restaurant there, and I go in and get me a bite to eat, and I start going north, and you've got to go to you, uh, the, uh, I think the last street in Manhattan is 215th, and the first one across, I'm, I'm not sure if it's in Bronx or not, but across the river is 220th Street. So I get, to, I get to going, and within five or ten minutes, the devil just starts hammering me. You're crazy. Nobody does what you're doing. You are wasting God's money. Now, if there's anything that I am conscious of, God's money to me has always been holy money. That is something my parents taught me, not by word, but by example. Uh, my parents had a 
jar that they put up in uh, a closet. It, it wasn't exactly a closet. I don't know how to describe it. It had doors from, from about here up. And in the jar is where they put their tithe money. And they kept that money separate from anything else. And um, preachers have to pay tithes into the district. That's what funds the campground and pays the salaries of the people who uh, at, at, at that level. So you keep that separate and then you mail it in once a month, once a quarter, whatever it is. But, but without them saying a word, the thing that I took from that is God's money is holy money. And I have always been very, very conscious and, and careful. If this is God's money, it has to be done right. It's got to have a purpose. And so the devil will take something that's good and hammer on it if he thinks it will serve his purpose. So what I had always thought of as being good, and it is good, he turned it to use it against me. That ticket cost the church 300 and something dollars. It was a business trip. It was, it, was a, it was the work of God that I had to go do. It cost the church about $400 for a hotel, probably a total of about $750. And here he's, you spent God's money, money that's not yours, just to come here and walk and pray. And I'm wrestling with this. This is messing with my mind. And while that is going on, my wife sends me a text. In that text, she had somehow come across a video, a promo video that a guy named Donnie Willis, who pastors a church in just about 10 or 15 miles north of uh, where I was at that time, the Lord had opened doors for him to start a new church in Manhattan. Now here I am, the devil is hammering me in my mind. I'm, it, it's a spirit, it, it was, I was doing spiritual warfare walking in New York. The real warfare was right in here. I'm just telling you how real, but I was already there. What, what am I going to do? already spent the money. But that didn't matter to the devil. He would just... But when I saw that, I started to weeping and thanking God that he orchestrated... All. How was it that my wife... She was supposed to be at work. Real busy, right? And she happened to find this video, just stumble across it and sent it to me at the very moment I was fighting a battle. My, my whole point is, there's going to be battles and, and you're going to fight a lot of them in your mind. And there's going to be time to time that just like this one, I couldn't have fought this battle 20 years ago because I wasn't there. But in order to become a warrior... You're going to have to have some trophies. You can call yourself a hunter if you want to. But if you don't have anything hanging on your wall, you're just doing target practice. 
<laughs> I call myself a fisherman. I go fishing. Going to go on Labor Day weekend or right after that. But I don't have anything. I got a few pictures. And one of them was so big I had to throw it back because it was over the limit. But I'm not a fisherman. I can't prove it. So I don't care how spiritual you think you are, how powerful you think you are. Let's see some trophies. And there's only one way to get it. But here's the deal. On the men's side, I'm going to do everything. I have told God, this is the hill I'll die on. This is it. Buddy, you talk about locked and loaded on this. I'm locked and loaded. I'm going after this because I know where this is going to take us. We're going to raise up in this church powerful men. They're going to shake hell. And when I get through training... And this first batch is going to be real easy. God, he may give me a, just a little bit of time, but it's not going to be long. He's going to give me a new batch, and we're going to train them. And then it's, I don't have all of the details, but we're going to structure it so that there are, there are men over men, your little your little group that you're responsible for, your day, your assignment, whatever, so that we all work together. And the time will come that I won't have to do as much teaching, though I will be extremely involved. But there are some that already, and especially on the women's side, that are already ready to mentor. And for you ladies, I know that there are some groups. I think, is there a group on Wednesday night coming, Eva? How many do you have? From five to six, we had seven last week. Seven? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, if you get one more, we're going to need to divide that up. And because what we're going to do. Uh, and we had one. Are some of them doing double duties, triple duties? You did Wednesday and you did Monday? Okay. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's all good. But, um, uh, you know, this is, this is one of those things we will, we will organize it eventually. This is not our first project. But we will organize it like a military until we have people over this and over that. And uh, in all of this... Let me say, I don't think it's necessary for me to say, but um, I have always understood how busy we are in life. And God knows you have families, you have all of this stuff. You can't do this every day. I mean, you got to do the laundry once in a while. And you got to mow the lawn once in a while. And you got to do, you know, you got to uh, shop for groceries and you got to raise a family and all of that kind of stuff but God will put it in balance so that 
with a lot of people sharing the load, we can keep hammering and hammering and hammering in one group today. Now, anybody feel what I, what I feel right here? Now, this is God operating in the first gear. Just file that away. God can be very, very just as powerful in first gear as he is in fourth gear. Here's the deal. If you're going to get into this, of, of course you got to, you, you can't get into this without the Holy Ghost. Being baptized in Jesus' name, they're, they're not going to pay a whole lot of attention to you. You must be submitted to authority. If you are not submitted to authority and you get out on the battlefield and you have no covering, you're going to take the first arrow and you're going down. But if you can say, I am submitted to authority, only God knows what one man can do. There are people in here that will become the equivalent of David's mighty men and David's mighty women. David did, I mean, he had a lot of women, but <laughs> 17, 17 wives. <laughs> Hallelujah. He taught Solomon well, didn't he? Solomon had a thousand, and he learned from his dad. But in the Bible, there's neither male nor female, okay? So we, we, we will eventually, this is, this is we're, we're, we're not going to rush things, but we, it, it, is started, it is started now. Um, I want those of you who want to be involved of the men, you're going to have to come to me and say, I want to be involved. And then we're going to assess where each person is. But let me tell you the first thing, if you're going to get involved, if you're really going to get involved in this, you're, I'll just tell you right now, your first assignment is going to be praying the Holy Ghost for one hour for 30 days. If you haven't done that, when you do that, if you will commit to doing that, No one will ever again, the rest of you, you'll, you will have breakthroughs in that first month. No one will ever have to convince you again. You may struggle with a little bit of discipline. That's flesh. But if you're serious, you're going to have to spend one hour a day nonstop. Now, you can break it up. If, if it's a situation you need to do 30 minutes now and 30 minutes later, do it. But an hour a day, praying in the Holy Ghost. And then where I'm going to teach you is, is how to be sensitive to what you're feeling. Uh, and some of it's really simple. I mean, it doesn't take but a time or two. You feel a wall. Okay, that's a wall. You're there. So what do you do? You just keep hitting it and keep hitting it. And sometimes you don't get it the first time. You got to come back next uh, week or, or tomorrow or whenever and, and hit it again. And then what does a breakthrough feel like? How to identify that and just uh, all kinds of things. And, and, and most of the training, a lot of the training will simply be just a conversation passing each other in the aisle because it's that simple. It's, there'll be a question. What, here is this situation. What is that? I'm going to tell you what, there's power in this church. We've just got to harness it, and we've got to get it directed. And when we do, 
Only God knows where we're headed. Praise God. I have a lot of scriptures. I didn't get to my scriptures. Um, and and, and, and uh, really, this is... Um, uh, we've talked about it a lot for a while. So I don't feel bad about that. Um, let me just... Do something I, I don't normally do. Is there a question that anybody has? None. Oh, that's good. Everybody's very clear. Um, I tell you what I would like for the ladies is to shoot me a text after each one. Some, just somebody shoot me a text, tell me who was there. It's not am I taking role. I just want to keep a sense of where we are because when we will need to divide up just for organizational purposes. And uh, let me encourage everybody to join some kind of prayer group. Now, let me emphasize that our small group is going to take precedence, okay? Some of this prayer can be in the morning. There's, there's, there's going to be a 6 o'clock or, yeah, 6 o'clock on Thursday, is there? I think, Brother Jerry, you know? You don't know. Brother Lockwood is over that, and he he knows. Okay. Um, uh, I know there's some going on, but anyway, um, we'll just kind of feel our way along, but this thing is going to grow, and uh, God didn't call me to do this just for to help a handful of people that are already here. He's, he's going to give us uh, training for those that are here, and then he's going to send us a whole new badge. And you know what that means. It's just going to... Hallelujah. Why don't we... I'll just... Since I have been so thorough and so lucid and so clear, um, we'll stand in. You know, I, I have maintained a calm demeanor tonight. I won't tell you, on the inside, I'm bouncing around like a ping pong ball, like a pinball. I know where this is going. I know, I know what this has already done for me personally. I've shared that with you. It has, it has revolutionized me. I told Brother Wright, I said, this is, this is an everyday thing now. This is, at least, at least get in a sucker punch. There's some days, you know, I don't feel to get into it deep. And, and I'm going to tell you what, there have been times I have been in it pretty deep that I could literally sense that the Holy Ghost was giving me supernatural empowerment because you get deep into warfare prayer, it drains you. But I could literally feel the Holy Ghost empowering me and giving me strength as I was doing it. Now, that's not every time. And there's some days that I just kind of lay back. But, but I try to at least get in a sucker punch. Just, and I'm going to tell you what, you, you, you'll get here. You'll get there. I was, I've done it a couple of times, uh, even in the last week or two. Tangle with one of them. Whip him. And then say, okay, who's next? Here's the deal. 
When you are walking with God and you're doing the work of God, the work of the kingdom, we know we will be undefeated. I've never got into a battle in my memory that I have lost. There may have been some I didn't do what I should have done to continue. I mean, we all did until just recently. Got so far and then stopped because we didn't realize I needed to go on. But I have never got in a battle and lost a battle. Never. In 30 years. Never. You haven't either. If you're here. Man, that just charges me. Ooh, buddy. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Lord, we love you and we thank you for what you're going to do and the lives that are going to be changed and lives that are going to be transformed and the people that are going to be pulled out of hell because of the prayers of this church. And the position that you have put us in for end time harvest God I pray let that fire burn in everybody's heart until they have to until they can't resist in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name praise God Praise God. It's going to happen, people. Ooh, buddy. It's going to happen. Mm-mm-mm. just wonder what it's going to be like one year from now. I believe God is going to send enough people back that's going to fill up this bottom. God has been bringing to my mind people that walked away from God as far back as 35 years ago. Who knows? We're going somewhere. You can either watch or you can get down on the field and get your own touchdown. See you Sunday.